what is going on you beautiful people so today's going to be interview day uh, a good friend of mine uh, will obviously introduce at the beginning of the call and stuff it's just a basic touchdown on uh, some of the things that we view towards uh, mental health it's going to be a bit of a longer show uh, so I think the call was around 20 minutes so I hope you've got a little bit of time to spare and uh, I really look forward to any sort of feedback and I will see you after the call enjoy welcome to the show do you fancy introducing yourself, who you are, where you're from, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, um, hello. Uh, my name is Joy. I'm from Germany. Okay. Yeah, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. So, basically, what we're just going to touch on is, obviously, you've suffered with some sort of mental health in the past, all that kind of stuff. Every- I'm trying to get a bit more of an awareness on all the different types of like mental health, that sort of thing. So do you want to just give a quick touchdown on some of the mental health issues that you might have had in the past or may still have or anything that sort of, that sort of thing, really? Sure. I mean, we are on a mental health awareness cast, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I am... Um... Struggling from a high functioning depression, and yeah, so that's basically what I've been dealing with for as long as I can remember. So what I was s- that? A high functioning what? Sorry. Depression. Depression. Right. Okay. Sorry. No, yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> you nervous? No, I yes. don't be nervous. There's no need to be yeah, nervous. I know I you know. personally, so it makes it a bit easier, I guess. I know, but it's still so. weird to talk about it. <laughs> I know. I know. So when when was your first recollection of knowing that something wasn't quite right? Well, I think it was about the age 11 to 13. Okay. I guess so when other people start like being all this social awkward, yeah. I realized, okay, yeah, well, I'm the most happiest when I stay to myself and be in my bedroom and try to uh, think myself somewhere very else, not yeah. in the life that I am been uh, that I have been born into. So yeah. So you say between 11 and 13, do you not think that possibly hormones were some con- contribution towards it, maybe or? Yes, of course. I think that this normal teenage depression thing was, of course, like uh, like a cataclysm that came to that. Yeah. But um, what really made me know that there was something more than just that was that I started self-harm, for example. Right, okay. Um, at a very young age. And yeah, I, I obviously knew it was wrong. I hid it for... I don't know, four years from my parents. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> are you still doing that, or is that all? No. That's the past no. now, yeah? No, yeah, it's the past. Uh, it got really bad when I was around um, 16, 17. Okay. So my boyfriend, my partner that I had at that time, he was very concerned, and I yeah. was too. So... I ended up being sent to a mental hospital for okay. one week. It was the worst week that I have ever had. But it also made me realize that I am not as ill as some other people. Yeah. yeah. Even though that may sound really hard. But yeah, that was what made me snap out of it. And being together with people who like really lost it 
Yeah, sorry, the cats are starting. <laughs> they always <laughs> have to start okay. during these sort of times, don't they? You know, the most awkward time. Yeah. And Dusty's currently trying to mount the other cat. And oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Anyway. Are they having a good time? <laughs> well, somewhat. Yeah. Uh, I'll... That you might hear a scream from her in a minute. Um, right, so you you got admitted into a like a section type of thing to help get through this. How would you say that that was? Is in like how it was brought onto you? How everything went from there? Did anything get better? As in like, did you get more support all that kind of thing, or was it just a you got thrown in there for a week and that was pretty much it? Yeah, I guess it's more the latter. Okay. Uh, because like normally when you get there, it's more like to uh, to observe your behavior more or less, so you don't do anything stupid. The problem with me was though that I've been traumatized um, so much from being locked up um, as I was a child that I actually had wow such mental breakdowns in that hospital. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I thought I I might actually die there because I thought like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, you are locked up again. So yeah, that was uh, really really bad. And uh, and I seen a therapist in there like once I think I can't really recall because my memory is all fuzzy from the meds that I pumped into me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was there on my own behalf. Okay. So I was not technically locked in, but all the other people that were there were locked in. So I didn't. I had like special privileges and something, but there were not enough people, not enough personnel to actually be able to let me out of there. So I yeah. asked like multiple times a day, like, "Hey, can I get out? Can I? Can you please like take a walk with me? Can I please just go out?" And they were like, "Oh, I don't have time now. I don't have time now." Yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, how in the end I only. Uh, so, I, so say, say for instance, obviously times have changed a little bit now. Uh, mm. There's a lot more support than what there used to be. How do you think in the present day, how would you think the best way to deal with anything like what you went through would be? And this is from like a mental health sort of, the, the team sort of view. Because obviously, what, five, ten years ago, when things were starting to become arisen more about mental mm-hmm. health and stuff, things have obviously progressed from then. But back then, what would you say? I mean, I, I see you laughing about that, so I'm guessing that uh, your views on that are probably slightly different to mine. Because some places, mental health teams have got a bit better. But what would you say the biggest factor of their downfall is at the minute? I think we have too little amounts of actually mental health teams, especially in Germany, the area I live in. Mm-hmm. It's like really common to uh, to wait for half a year, one year to even get to talk to someone. Um, if, um, yeah, I mean, if you go to like a mental health hospital, yeah, you can do that, but you still have to wait uh, one week and you would still only get like one or twi- uh, one or t- two meetings a week yeah. at that mental health hospital. Um, yeah, I think they're like massively understaffed because of all the um, 
awareness that has been going on in the yeah. past years there have not been enough uh, therapists to yeah yeah actually uh, also increase in numbers so what we have now is a very mental health aware society where everyone basically wants to go to therapy because that is a really good thing but there are not enough uh, people who actually offer therapy yeah and yeah. yeah in germany you can get um therapy like for just the amount of your health insurance so you don't have to pay extra that is the public therapist you could say and then you have private therapists uh, where you pay like 50 to 300 euros per session when yeah so either you pay your whole month income to therapy to get better or you wait for one year like i did and be better from europe yeah basically yeah. So, so obviously, I mean, I'm going to touch on uh, not too long ago. Obviously, you went through a bit of a bad stage, oh, and yes. I don't want to touch too much on it because obviously, I, I I tried to help you the best I could through that as well. How would you say you've come out of that, and what has caused, like, what has given you more reason to be able to come out of that afterwards? So, you was given tablets, was it, if I remember rightly? Yes. Um, so for a very long time, um, I was told that I could only get tablets while I'm being in therapy. So I always thought like, oh, yeah, well, my last therapy didn't work out so well. So, well, nev- never mind. I can deal with without the tablets. And then I had like this massive breakdown that you just, uh, yeah, 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 touched upon. And yeah, I was just massively overworked and I couldn't deal with anything anymore. And that was around Christmas, which is the hardest time for me. And yeah, so I had an online meeting for, with someone, uh, an online doctor, just to get me off work to call in sick. And yeah, he was like, yeah, why don't you try like these tablets? And I was like, hey, why, why can you give me the tablets? And yeah, well, he said, yeah, of course I can, I can give you the tablets. Why has never has never anyone um, given you the tablets? Yeah, so I got uh, serotonin now. Uh, no, sertraline. Sertraline, yeah. That's yeah, sertraline. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this is the best thing that ever happened to me, I guess. So in your view, you'd say that tablets are a massive help towards. Oh yes. So. But only if you know where your problems come from. Yeah. Yeah, I so, yeah, definitely agree with that one, yeah. So would you say that it's not just the actual mental health team themselves that need more assistance, more funding, more all that sort of stuff? You'd probably say that m- maybe more funding towards the pharmaceutical side of mental health as well. So obviously to maybe look into tablets that might not give some of the bad effects that we get off the tablets i mean i I get bad effects off them yeah but before we do that on uh, mental health i would say maybe fund a little bit more research on um anti-baby pills that are not massively uh causing size of side effects maybe some so this is something that i would put my research in first i guess because a lot of depression in women is caused by uh anti-baby pills oh really 
See, I didn't, oh, yes. I, I didn't know much about that one, so <laughs> you've, you've enlightened something for me on that one then. Would you say that society these days, the need to have to work endless amount of hours per day, have to get this, that and the other to be able to get this, that and the other to be able to live and do all that sort of thing. Would you say that that is way too much in this day and age, that there's too much of a need for this and this and this? You have to have this. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Would you say that there's just way too much of that these days? Yeah, I guess. I mean, there are people who are made more for enduring stress. And I think just the way this uh, that our society got into all this industrialization age, we mm-hmm. never really came out of the 1950s, I would say, um, because we still work early shifts from starting at like 6 a.m. Yeah. Even though research show that people are most uh, most able to work at like 9 a.m. maximum start. Yeah. So yeah. why so why do we have to pretend we are machines? So that is my opinion on that. So basically our need for progression in life is becoming too much for what the actual human being can actually handle. Would that sound more? You think we are just like old fashioned in our uh, in the way that we organize our life because this has worked for what like 100 years now? Uh, it's the same of school. It's the same since school. Uh, like, yeah, school. I can yeah. definitely agree with you because there's things that you learn in school that are completely useless in my eyes. <laughs> completely yeah. useless. And I would agree on the part, and I don't know if you do, that school needs to be more orientated towards life lessons rather yes. than learning how to do one plus two is twelve. You know, <laughs> that <laughs> it doesn't matter if you can't do one plus two and three and seven and twelve. And I, I know the square I root of stop pull, um, putting in the alphabet into the maths. But well, yeah, that is just from some methylogistenic like me. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like everybody when they're at a young age has got some sort of passion towards something. So why should we not revolve that passion into life lesson? It's like me, for instance, I was obsessed with cars when I was a kid. I would have done anything to be driving, racing, all that sort of stuff. So why do I need to know algebra to be able to go around a corner at 150 mile an hour? <laughs> I don't. So. Yeah, well, I think the basic uh, math and the basic subjects that you have in school is it's fine. But I think the methods that we use to teach our kids is uh, is it's just like very old fashioned. Yeah. Because school is is supposed to prepare you for life and the job you choose. Yeah. So you should be able to uh, to see what kind of subjects you are good in as a kid. So you see, okay, maybe I can be an architect. Um. Yeah. So yeah, when you're good with maths or something. Would you say any of this, even from the age, from like the school age, can help? Uh, well, can cause sort of get helps if I get my words out right would you say that from an early age that mental health could be touched upon as in like instead of it being that people are forced to go to school to learn these things that you don't need to actually enjoy school more would help towards mental health issues in the future 
oh yes, I think there is no point in arguing in with that when you put it like that. So in in hindsight, a lot of mental health issues of today can actually be addressed way, way, way down the line of when we're kids and actually given reason to live. Yeah. Because obviously kids are going into like 13, 14 year old, they haven't got a clue what they're doing. They don't understand why they're learning bloody Big Shaq and his bloody one plus two maths and all that crap. But we're kind of getting into that deadline and then people are getting to a certain age and going well no I don't want to do this I, I'm sick of doing this it's it's crap I'm, I can't be doing with it I'm, and then the mind explodes and then we kind of get to that part where we're like well what am I going to do when I leave school I've, I've flunked school because I'm sick of it because it's just shite then what so yeah, got. I mean, I'm, I know we've not touched much, much on your mental health, which, it, it, yeah, it's, it, we kind of steered away and gone to other things. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll we'll stop talking about that part for now because I might address that in another uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, on the mental health side for yourself, how would you say you are now? How would you say things need to be changed? and what should be done differently? So I think I am okay now. Okay. And that meaning that I'm good. I know that I still have issues, but with the tablets that I'm on, I feel much more stable. I feel like I finally got a grip again. Yeah. And... Yeah, I can handle much more stress. I can handle all the things with exams, with work, with with private life. You know, yeah. I can handle that much better. To what needs to change for mental health awareness? I think what I said earlier, it's not much about what needs to change about mental health because... I think the awareness these days is much better than when I was like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think we are still massively understaffed. And I think parents should be more or should be made more aware of the way their children behave and uh, if they have any personality disorders or any depression problems. And even if it's just a typical teenage depression, it does not have to be. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, No one needs to to feel like you're not to shit just because someone uh, bullies you at school. There are a lot of people that, like, like, only have, like, short times depression short times of anxiety short times of other mental health uh, or less common issues yeah yeah and yeah. that but they still need to get like like some attention yeah because it just because it's only temporary doesn't mean it feels like temporarily shit true yeah i mean there's probably so much more that everybody can do to assist in mental health issues uh I think one of the biggest factors is obviously, like you said, things happened to you when you was young. So obviously yeah. that was a factor. So realistically, that should have been addressed at a young age. Yeah, obviously, it has been. It's, 
yeah, so it has been, but obviously things have progressed from there. Yeah. And it still affects you, that sort of thing. So we need more assistance in people that can help in sort of things that have happened and things like that. I mean, would you say that's correct as well? Or Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, especially parents need to be made more aware of uh, how how oh god give me the words <laughs> <laughs> you, you can say it in german there probably will be a couple of people who listen oh like... no <laughs> i won't you just like you to say. hear me talk german <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand a word so it's fine <laughs> no i think that pe- their parents need to make more aware of their their children's behavior and what is normal and what what is not normal but okay and what is not normal and not healthy yeah and obviously another thing that i was thinking about just then was obviously the way that society is today we're so much busier as people so parents are not getting that chance to have that full bonding with the children they don't know how to bond with the children and obviously now we're in our generation as well where we're kind of used to dad being over there mum being over here and this has happened and that has happened and i think it's probably going to turn into some sort of domino effect and sorry uh yeah i think a lot of that's just gonna just keep going on and on and on and things there's not just the part of mental health that needs to change it's actually the way that society is educated towards Mm. mental health as well well, I think we're on a good way. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that you're feeling a lot better than you was. Uh, yeah, me too. Because it, it is hard to see a friend that's not in a good place. I've got to admit that one. Uh, but uh, my phone's going nuts and everything. I forgot to put it on silent. Um, but thank you very much for coming onto the show. I really do appreciate it. It's going to be a lot longer show than any of the others but that's fine me. no 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 it's fine i do appreciate all the time uh obviously if there's any time that you do need to talk about anything you know where i am anyway all that sort of stuff so um would you say the same for anybody else if you need someone to talk to there's always somebody around and try and make sure that you're not suffering all this stuff on your own type of thing yeah yeah definitely so right thank you very much i'll probably end the recording here so i'll say goodbye and uh thank you very much for being on the show bye bye right so there we go guys that was uh, the interview with me and joy uh, i hope we touched on some things if there was anything that uh, you feel that uh, we could maybe well that i could maybe change on what was said or anything like that all my contact details are at the bottom uh on the spotify google and apple uh so yeah i think tomorrow we'll uh touch more on this episode and uh i'll have a listen back through it see if there's any things that i think that i could have said differently and stuff but in the meantime stay beautiful stay safe and uh remember that everybody loves you take care now bye bye